Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Events Podcast with the Turner Agency. This is a programme that looks at the trends and issues affecting the events world and also keeps you up to date with our work and the people we're proud to work with. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and give us a review and rating just so more people get to know about the show and keep an eye on our social media feeds for news about what's coming up in forthcoming episodes. This episode of the Events Podcast is going to be all about healthcare. To be more exact, the healthcare events industry. Well, recently myself and the Turner Agency's Business Development Director, Dominic Bemrose, caught up with a gentleman called Andrew Winterburn. Let me give you a brief dash through his LinkedIn profile. Andrew is an events industry expert with specialist knowledge in the healthcare industry, spending over 25 years as part of the management team of a large events agency working with global healthcare companies. He's now director of 360 Event Consulting and on the board of Evcom. Our conversation covered a lot of ground. That includes how healthcare professionals choose events, how to capture the imagination of healthcare professionals, how the empowerment of patients has had a knock-on effect on the events world, and Andrew's thoughts on industry cliches and the future of healthcare events. But I started by asking him about one of the big themes when it comes to healthcare, the transparency of reporting. In other words, what the impact has been on the events industry. I think there was a, a big expectation that it was going to be splashed all over the newspapers and all of a sudden there was going to be big stories, big news around this. But actually what's happened is it's just put really good working relationships in place in the way that industry work with healthcare professionals, putting the patient at the heart of everything that's happening, but also changing the interactions, the way that events are delivered. So they're very educationally focused. The content and the way that the events are delivered are more engaging. And that's creating a better environment for uh, actually delivering medical communication, scientific information to healthcare professionals, which then in turn benefit patients. So transfer of value, if anything, has actually helped be the catalyst to drive best practice in the industry. Also in the room is uh, Dom Bemrose uh, from uh, the Turner Agency. And, and Dominic, I know you've got a few questions you'd like to ask about this as well. Yeah, and one of the questions I want to ask around that TOV is, do you think that... Um, because the, it is more transparent, the HCPs scrutinise the educational content that much more, and in turn that drives perhaps better content at meetings in itself. Absolutely, yes. I think what you've seen over the last three to four years in particular, and possibly a little bit before that as well, in, in, all, in all fairness, depending on who the companies were, um, you're starting to see the content driving the agenda and healthcare professionals at whatever level they might be, they will choose the events they go to based on their learnings that they and the learning objectives they have around those those programs. And what you're also seeing the engagement with those health healthcare professionals is built uh, across a multi-channel delivery. So it's not just live events, it's integrated solutions which are di- other channels through digital channels, webinars, um, you know, virtual conferencing, hybrid conferencing, as well as live events. That whole combination and blending of those different platforms coming together and making a big impact in terms of the educational uh, needs of healthcare professionals. And there's a massive talk at the moment around personalization and personalization of that educational experience. So every healthcare professional um, wants their information in a different way. Some of them don't have the time to go to live events. They'd like to in certain instances, but they might not have the time. So you need to have other ways of delivering those messages in a coherent, concise and easily accessible way. And what is right for one HCP might not be right for another. 
So those engagement channels and the way you're interacting with them is integral to the future development of our industry in terms of agencies and people working with the healthcare sector. But also it's a challenge for the healthcare industry in terms of how do they meet those needs as well. Interesting point about the various different multi-channel ways that um, the HCPs like to, like to receive their information. Does that mean that the, the pharma companies and the healthcare companies that are putting that have to have a greater understanding of the various different multi-channel approaches? And would they be looking more to the agencies for that or separate agencies for that as well? I think it depends in terms of the therapy area and the needs of the healthcare professionals, but what you're starting to see, the agencies that are growing and developing are the ones that can offer that service, which is a combined solution for those healthcare companies. So it's, it's about content, it's, a dri it's about driving engaging events, it's looking at that personalised journey and the technology, the best technology that supports the delivery of that information. I think what you start to see in our industry, in our sector is People put technology first and then the message second. Um, it's the wrong way around. The, the, the content has got to drive the agenda that technology is the tool that helps deliver it. And it's using the right technology for the right reasons. These days, for patients, it's so much easier to interact with, to, to criticise healthcare professionals, to question the decisions they make. Has this had a knock-on effect on healthcare events at all? It has made a difference to healthcare events. Empowered patients and the way that um, HCPs interact with those patients is, is, is integral to, to the way that the industry is moving forward. So you're starting to see more patient-led events. Um, so companies are starting to look at that arena. They need to be careful with it from a regulatory point of view, obviously. And they're struggling in terms of the dynamics of how that works. And you're also seeing it uh, across the International Congress world as well. So patient groups... Um, are quite powerful groups now because they've got they're much more educated around the needs of the patients. So larger congresses are now looking at how they build um, patient access and patient events around those congresses, uh, recognising that they have to work within the codes and the compliance codes of the countries that they're working in as well. So it's that whole conundrum of meeting the needs of empowered patients and people challenging the status quo. Um, and you've got disruptors in this space now who are really challenging that and questioning the, the role of HCPs and industry and the impact that has on patients because we can all go online, we can all get lots of information, which is great, but misinformation can also be dangerous as well. So it's getting that balance right in making sure that if patients are looking at the treatment of their disease and which drugs are appropriate to treat those, the, the, that disease, that actually they're not taken down a route which is, is, is actually not good for them. So how this is managed and how this actually represents itself moving forward is going to be a very interesting journey. And the industry, agencies, um, HCPs are all starting to juggle with this at the moment to look at what, how we move it forward and what's best practice in this space. A couple of years ago you made a very big decision to leave Ashfield. What have you learned since then? Have you got a different perspective on the industry at all? Yeah, I mean, for me, I was um, a one agency director. As much as that agency grew and developed over its lifespan, life, life um, I was there for 26 years. Um, small agency became a large agency in terms of uh, part of Asheville meetings and events. What I've really enjoyed since leaving that is the opportunity to go out and broaden my horizons, um, being able to talk to other agencies, 
going in and talk to corporate clients and not being a supplier is very enlightening and gives you it gives you opportunities to learn a lot more companies are far more open with you in terms of what their needs and what their strategies are as well um, but also just it, it gives you an opportunity to go and look at what else is happening in the industry in lots of different ways. So as much as I was a healthcare specialist 26 years ago, or over the last 26 years or two years ago, um, what I've learned in the last two years has been invaluable to me because it's actually given me a lot broader skill set, a lot, lot broader understanding of what's happening in the sector. Dominic. Um, one of the questions I like to ask people within the healthcare sector is what do they think, where do they see the future of healthcare events going in 15, 20 years' time? And we talked about technology being part of that multi-channel approach, but where do you see content and technology taking us forward in, in that time? It's the big question that everybody has at the moment. What is the future of the healthcare industry and, and how will that impact the events sector and how do we engage in that space? Uh, the key word at the moment is one of the buzzwords in the industry is around personalisation. Um, and making sure you're getting the right content to the right people in the right way uh, and creating uh, that value around that which means it benefits patients and it benefits the industry is, is a key driver. So there will be new technology platforms that come into, into the marketplace without a doubt. Um, you've got people like large companies like Google and others that are looking at this space in terms of how will, they, how will this actually have an impact. Uh, Medtech and also technology developments and the, the treatment of diseases is, is getting better day by day. Um, so it's constantly evolving. But what won't change is the need for people to meet. What won't change is the need for people to interact together. Uh, what won't change is the need for peer-to-peer -peer discussions and for people to actually learn from each other either, uh, in a in a face-to-face -face environment. What will what will what will happen though is those connections will be much easier to find, which means people will then be able to engage better with their colleagues and their peers and drive best practice and better treatments of the disease areas in that space. Congresses around the exhibition space, there is a big question around will there be exhibits at congresses in five years' time? I'm not going to say yes or no to that, but I think it will change. So if you look at associations like ESC, for example, they're looking at innovation zones, they're looking at um, de drug development areas where uh, they're looking at enhancements of the treatment of the disease areas. And other, other um, associations are looking at this as, as well. Uh, I think the challenge that we've got is that um, it's a competitive environment as well, and therefore people are all fighting for a piece of the pie and sometimes that might not be in the industry's best interest. Sometimes a combined and collaborative approach actually could be more beneficial than people trying to be working in silos. And I think that is going to be an interesting development as time goes on. Some companies have started to do it. You know, you've seen, you've seen in HIV, for example, you've seen companies coming together um, to actually develop drugs and the treatment of drugs uh, in a particular therapy area. What you might start to see is that that coming together, that collaboration more around the way that companies are working with and engaging with healthcare professionals, and ultimately disseminating that, disseminating that information to patients. Are there any cliches or truisms in the industry that you're suspicious of? <laughs> Very good question. Lots of cliches in our industry. Um, I mean, one of the ones that I tend to come across is when people say that their staff are compliant trained. So compliance um, 
is a very is an integral part of our business. And if you speak to a specialist healthcare company, they'll always say their their staff have been trained, they understand the sector, they understand the industry. If you get under the skin of that, often that might not be the case. Um, so I think um, for me, one of the cliches is we understand healthcare, we know what it is, we're all trained on it. But actually, when you get under the skin of that, that sometimes isn't the case. Finally, then. Uh cast your mind back um, to when you were at school is this the career you dreamed of what did you want to be when you were 12 years of age um, I didn't have a clue uh, and I fell into events so I used to work in the tour operator industry in the leisure side of the industry many years ago um, met somebody who did events and this was very very much when it's in his infancy and went oh this is interesting um, and the rest is history really. So 30 years on, built a career in it, built a business in it and I'm still in it today and enjoy every minute of it as well. Is that a familiar pattern do you think of many people in the industry and what advice would you give to other people? Um, no it's not a familiar pattern because now the events industry is on the career um, you know, radar as it were. You know, you've got universities doing event management courses, you've got apprenticeships in it. So when I when I started the industry, things like that just didn't exist. So for people that are want to get uh, build a career in this industry, um, you've really got to immerse yourself in it. Uh, the first few years are always challenging. Uh, it's hard work, um, it's good fun, you meet some great people, but you can't expect it to happen overnight. Um, so people have got to invest in themselves, they've got to invest in their businesses and then they've got to increase their skill sets and add value to companies they're working for. Andrew Winterburn, Director of 360 Event Consulting on the board of Evcom and an industry expert talking to myself and the Turner Agency's Don Bemrose. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Events Podcast with the Turner Agency. In the next episode, we'll be hearing from more experts in the events field. So remember to subscribe, rate the podcast and keep an eye on our social media feeds. Until then, it's goodbye.